This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go back to Somerset House for our second of two parts and our look at this historic building. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. A key reason for rebuilding Somerset House was to provide accommodation for a diverse variety of learned societies, public offices and naval administrators. The north wing of Somerset House was initially fitted out to house the Royal Academy, the Royal Society and the Society of Antiquaries. The Royal Academy took up residence first in 1779, followed by the other two institutions the following year. The Royal Academy occupied the western half of the wing and the Royal Society the eastern half. The main entrances faced each other across the central vestibule, leading from the Strand to the courtyard, topped by busts of Michelangelo and Isaac Newton respectively, which are still in place today. The Society of Antiquaries was first accommodated in the eastern half of the wing, though its premises were limited to the first floor meeting room, a ground floor library, an apartment in the attic and a kitchen in the basement. The Geological Society was also accommodated in Somerset House from 1828, as was the Royal Astronomical Society from 1834. The annual Royal Academy exhibition was held in Somerset House from 1780 onwards, until the Academy moved out in 1837, initially to rooms in the New National Gallery, then to Burlington House Piccadilly. Its former accommodation was given over to the newly established Government School of Design, which was much later to become the Royal College of Art. It remained in the complex from 1837 until, in 1853, the Register of Births, Marriages and Deaths needed to expand its office space and the school relocated to Marlborough House. In 1857, the Royal Society moved out of Somerset House, followed in 1874 by the Society of Antiquaries, the Geological Society and the Royal Astronomical Society. They were all provided with new purpose-built accommodation in Burlington House. The Navy Office In 1789, the Navy Board moved into the Grand Riverside Rooms in the western half of the newly completed South Wing. It was soon followed by its subsidiary, Boards, the Victualing Commissioners and the Sick and Hurt Commissioners, which, along with the Autonomous Navy Pay Office, occupied the West Wing. They had all hitherto been based in the City of London, Thus, the various Navy offices occupied a round of the third of the chamber's completed building. In addition, the terrace to the west of the quadrangle provided dwelling houses for the controller of the Navy, the secretary of the board of three commissioners of the Navy, along with the chairman, secretary and two commissioners of the victualling, with the treasurer of the Navy allotted the mansion at the river end of the terrace, which included a coach house and stables for ten horses in the vault of the terrace. As well as providing office space and accommodation, Somerset House was the place where examinations for promotion to the rank of lieutenant took place, sat by several hundred midmanship every year. The Admiralty Museum 
A precursor to the National Maritime Museum was also accommodated there, in the central room above the South Portico. In 1832, the Navy Board and its subsidiaries were abolished and the department placed under the direct oversight of the Admiralty. Their administrative staff remained in Somerset House, but communications with the Admiralty, based a mile away in Whitehall, were problematic, as what became as known as the Civil Departments of the Admiralty guarded their independence. In 1868, the Admiralty took the decision to move all their staff from Somerset House to Whitehall. This necessitated reconfiguring what had been a set of residences there pertaining to the Lord's Commissioners of the Admiralty into office accommodation. Nevertheless, the move was completed in 1873 and the expanding inland revenue immediately took over the vacated space in Somerset House. Taxes, stamps and the inland revenue. From the beginning of the new Somerset House, there was a fiscal presence in the shape of the stamp office and the tax office, the former occupying the eastern part of the south wing from 1789 and the latter occupying part of the east wing. The stamp office had the task of applying an impress duty stamp to various specific items to show that required duty had been paid. For example, up to 1855, when the relevant duty was abolished, every newspaper produced in the country had to be brought to Somerset House to be stamped. The tax office administered and collected various taxes, including income tax, first levied in 1799. Introduced as a means of raising revenue in wartime, it was collected during the French Revolutionary Wars and the Napoleonic Wars. Though repealed in 1816, it was reintroduced in peacetime in 1842 and has been collected ever since. The inland revenue was created by a merger of the stamp and tax offices and the excise office in 1849. In 1854, the excise office staff were moved from their old headquarters in the City of London into the newly built New Wing. Somerset House continued to be in use by the inland revenue throughout the 20th century. In 2005, the inland revenue was merged with HM Customs and Excise. Its successor, HM Revenue and Customs, continued to occupy much of the building although its executive and senior management moved to 100 Parliament Street shortly after the merger. Various divisions and directorates of HMRC continued to occupy the East Wing until 2009, the West Wing until 2011 and the New Wing until March 2013, by which time all staff had been relocated, with most moving across the street to the southwest wing of Bush House. This brought to an end a 224-year association of the revenue services with Somerset House. Somerset House Laboratory In 1842, the Excise Office had established a laboratory within its Broad Street headquarters for the prevention of the adulteration of tobacco products. It had started as basically a one-man operation by an employee of the Excise, George Phillips, after the Excise Office had been merged with the Office of Stamps and Taxes to form the Inland Revenue, the latter took over the laboratory. By 1858, it was re-established in Somerset House as the Inland Revenue Laboratory, with Phillips remaining in charge. It was known as the Somerset House Laboratory, under the Inland Revenue. The laboratory's work expanded to encompass the testing of many different substances, including food, beer and spirits, as well as tobacco. Phillips retired as principal chemist in 1874. James Bell was then the principal chemist of Somerset House Laboratory until his retirement in 1894. He was replaced as principal chemist by Sir Thomas Edward Thorpe. At the same time, the laboratory was amalgamated with a similar facility that had been established within the HM and Customs, and it was renamed the Government Laboratory. In 1897, 
Thorpe moved the government laboratory for Somerset House to a new building of his own design. Registry of Births, Marriages and Deaths In 1837, following the establishment of civil registration in the United Kingdom, the Registrar-General of Births, Marriages and Deaths set up his office in the north wing of Somerset House, establishing a connection that lasted for over 130 years. This office held all birth, marriage and death certificates in England and Wales until 1970, when the registry and its associated archives were moved to the nearby St Catherine's House at Aldwych. From 1859 until 1998, the principal registry of the Court of Probate, latterly the principal probate registry of the family division, was based in Somerset House, prior to its move to the First Avenue House, High Holborn. In addition to the learned societies, the ground floor rooms of the North Wing housed the Hawkers and Peddlers Office on the West Side, and the Hackney Coach Office, and the Lottery Office, and the Privy Seal and Signet Offices on the East Side. The Hackney Coach Commissioners had been established on a permanent footing in 1694, while the Board of Commissioners of Hawkers, Peddlers, and Petty Chapman dated from 1698. The latter was abolished in 1810 and its work taken over by the Hackney Coach Office until its abolition in 1831, whereupon responsibility for licensing of both Hackney carriages and of travelling traders passed to the Stamp Office. The Lottery Office, established in 1779, was also abolished in 1831, and its residual business likewise passed to the Stamp Office. The Signet Office was abolished in 1851 and the Privy Seal Office in 1884. 19th century expansion. Magnificent as the new building was, it was something short of what Chambers had intended, for he had planned for an additional terrace of houses to the east, as well as to the west of the quadrangle. Work had stopped short, however, cost being the inhibiting factor. Eventually, King's College London was erected to the east, the government granting the land on condition that the design conformed to Chambers' original design, by subscription between 1829 and 1834. The architect was Sir Robert Smirk. At the same time, as part of Smirk's scheme, the eastern third of the river frontage was completed, following Chambers' original design. Then, increasing demand for space led to another and last step. The western edge of the site was occupied by a row of houses used as dwellings for Admiralty officers who had worked in the south wing. Between 1851 and 1856, this terrace was substantially expanded and remodelled to provide the inland revenue with an entire new wing of additional office accommodation. As part of this development, its architect, James Pennythorne, created a monumental new facade along the approach road to Waterloo Bridge, which had not been in existence when Chambers was alive. 150 years later, this part of the building is still known as the new wing. In 1891, a headquarters building was constructed in the West Court, between the West Wing and the New Wing, for the Civil Service Rifles, a Rifle Volunteer Corps. 20th century modifications. By the start of the First World War, the Civil Service Rifles, then renamed the 15th Prince of Wales' own Civil Service Rifles Battalion, the London Regiment, had its own Morris tube firing range, where the calibre of the rifle is reduced for indoor operation by use of a tube, fitted with vanishing and running targets at Somerset House. Somerset House had its share of trials and tribulations during the London Blitz in the Second World War. Apart from comparatively minor blast effects at various times, 17 rooms and the handsome rotunda staircase, the Nelson Stair, were completely destroyed in the south wing, and a further 27 damaged in the west wing by a direct hit in October 1940. Still more windows were shattered and balustrades toppled, 
but the worst was over by the end of May 1941. It was not until the 1950s that this damage to the south wing was repaired. The work required skilled masons, whose services were hard to come by in the early post-war years. Sir Albert Richardson was appointed architect for the reconstruction. He skillfully recreated the Nelson Room and rebuilt the Nelson Stair. The work was completed in 1952 at the cost of then £84,000. In 1984, the Somerset House Act was passed, legislating the way for Somerset House to be redeveloped as a centre for the arts. In 1997, the Somerset House Trust was established as a charity to maintain the building and develop it as a centre for arts and culture. In the late 20th century, the building began to be reinvigorated as a centre for the visual arts. The first installation to move in 1989 was the Courtauld Institute of Art, including the Courtauld Gallery, which has an important collection of old master and impressionist paintings. The Courtauld occupies the North Wing. 21st century development The main courtyard, which had been used as a civil service car park, and the main terrace overlooking the Thames were refurbished and open to the public these alterations being overseen by conservation architects. Grants from the Heritage Lottery Fund financed the conversion of the South Wing between 1999 and 2003. A visitor centre featuring audiovisual displays on the history of the building, the gilded state barge of the Lord Mayor of the City of London and the shop and cafe were opened, overlooking the river. The Gilbert Collection of Decorative Arts and the Hermitage Rooms, which stage exhibitions of items loaned from the Hermitage Museum, in St. Petersburg, moved into the same area. The last Hermitage exhibition took place in 2007 and the Gilbert Collection Galleries closed in 2008. The collection moved to the new galleries and the Victorian Albert Museum in June 2009. Somerset House now puts on a program of art exhibitions, drawing on various sources. In the winter, the central courtyard is home to a popular open-air ice rink as seen during the opening credits of the 2003 Christmas-themed film Love Actually. At other times, an array of fountains display 55 vertical jets of water rising to random heights. The courtyard is also used as a concert venue. In July each year, the summer series of music events takes place. Somerset House is a popular filming location, not only with Love Actually, but its exterior has featured in several big-budget Hollywood films. These include two James Bond films, Goldeneye in 1995 and Tomorrow Never Dies in 1997 and several scenes of the 2003 film Shanghai Nights starring Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson were filmed in the courtyard of Somerset House. The tunnels under Somerset House have also been used in filming Harry Potter, specifically some of the scenes depicting Diagon Alley. So I hope you've enjoyed our two-part look at Somerset House in London. Again, one of those buildings by the side of Waterloo Bridge and on the bank of the Thames that not many people notice, but is steeped in history, going right back from being a royal palace many, many years ago. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any other places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or our social media. It really is that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.